Thank you very much to all of you for being with us today. I'm Nicholas Bornelis of Capital Inc. And I'm absolutely uh, proud, thrilled, and moved to have you with us today. This is the 19th year that we are hosting this event. And uh, I think uh, this year we topped it in terms of uh, quality of the presenters and also in terms of the quality and quantity of the, of the attendees. As you know, we have made a commitment to promote in Greece every year, regardless of the economic and political situation in, in, in Greece. And we have been true to this commitment, and I think every year we deliver a great event. And we would not be able to do this event had it not been for all the sponsors who graciously every year help us, not only financially, but also contributing their brain power, their executives, uh, and thus we can all come to New York and. Uh, have a great conference. I think the timing this year has been absolutely optimal. Um, as we have heard this morning, Greece is about to re-embark on a period of uh, economic growth. Uh, the third review is about to be finalized. So I think all elements are there for renewed uh, investor interest in Greece. And uh, we're really happy to have this event today. Uh, I will not go through everyone who has come uh, to to be part of the panels, but I will only say we're thrilled to have with us a top government representation. We have Minister Tlakalotos, Minister Kundura, Minister Papadimitriou. Uh, we also have Mr. Pixilis, uh, Mr. Tsialas. We have the two ambassadors. We have uh, Ambassador Puyat, a great proponent of Greece, who has been tirelessly coming to uh, the US uh, promoting Greece. He's holding both the Greek flag and the American flag. We have Ambassador Lalakos. Uh, we have, uh, you know, the uh, representatives of the institutions, Declan Costello with us. Uh, Nicola Yamaroli was by phone. He couldn't make the plane, unfortunately, out of Luxembourg. Uh, Francesco Drudi. We have seven global investment banks, the four systemic Greek banks at CEO level, great uh, companies, uh, great corporates with their CEOs. Uh, frankly, I, I can go down the line, great law firms. Uh, I think it's a star-studded agenda. Uh, I will stop. I will only say a big thank you to my staff. As you all know, uh, I am Olga's brother. That's how everybody knows me. And I thrive saying that. So I'd like to thank, of course, my sister, Eleni Bay, who has been leading our team and all of my team at Capital Link for a great job. Uh, I will now kindly ask <coughs> to the podium Stefan Gekel from the New York Stock Exchange, and then we will ask uh, Jay Collins from Citi. I think at this point, I don't remember how many years we have been partners, and I think uh, that's very good that I don't remember because it shows the quality of, uh, of the, uh, and of course, Sacros and Navigation have been the two uh, lead sponsors for many, many years. I don't want to go down the list because I value everybody's presence and everybody, all the, all the uh, sponsors have been amply portrayed uh, in all of our publicity and I would like to say a tremendous thank you to them because without them, we would not be able to host this event. So if you don't mind, a big uh, applause for our sponsors and I would kindly ask Stefan to come to the podium. Thank you, Niklas. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Stefan Jekyll, Head of International Listings at the New York Stock Exchange. Proud to be affiliated here with Capital Link again this 
year and also to closing out the market tomorrow with a group of issuers uh, with, with tomorrow's closing bell. Um, altogether, the NYSE's ties with Greece are strong. Uh, 22 securities of, of uh, companies with executive offices in Greece that are listed with us. Chakos Energy, one of the more prominent issuers there, of course. And we're proud to be the, well, the, 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 the partner in the US capital markets for these issuers who, like inherent to the uh, maritime industry, are perpetual issuers of securities and are relying on the deep liquidity and the market quality that we provide. Um, another item, uh, also in connection with the Bell tomorrow, where uh, we are fully aligned is the community approach, where we are getting our, be it the uh, community of Greek issuers, be it the community of 500 international issuers, or also be it the community of our 40 maritime companies that are listed uh, on the NYC together. And we're looking forward to partnering again tomorrow. Now, without further ado, I would like to pass um, the scepter to Jay Collins, the vice chairman of uh, Citibank's corporate and investment banking. Jay is making his way up to the stage. Thank you, Dr. Thank you, Stefan. All right. So while Jay is coming to the podium, I'd like to say that what I think makes our event very different is, first of all, that it's an event that takes place about Greece, outside of Greece. It's wonderful to have events about Greece in Greece, but then the audience is different. We are having an event about Greece in New York, where the decision makers are, where the investors are. Second, I think, important difference, this is not a Greek event. It's an international forum about Greece. And exactly the fact that we have Jay Collins, all the other investment banks, all of, all of those non-Greek speakers who come and they team with Greek leaders, and together we have an international forum about Greece. I think that is very important, and that's a big differentiating factor for our forum. And in closing, tonight we have a great dinner. We have a Deputy Assistant Secretary from the Department of State, Jonathan Cohen, who is going to be the keynote speaker. He's responsible for Greece and Cyprus. And we will honor Andre Kalantzopoulos. He has three things that I find extremely unique. He's Greek. He is at the helm of a very large international global organization. There are not that many Greeks at that level. And third and most important, he has made a commitment to Greece. They have invested through Papastratos over a billion dollars in the last few years. So we are delighted to have the opportunity to honor him tonight. And uh, thank you again to everybody for being with us. Okay. Well, again, it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here today, I think this is uh, my fifth or sixth time being invited by Nicholas to speak and address you over lunch and uh, the eighth consecutive year that City sponsors this event. But um, first of all, Minister Takotis, thank you for being here. Um, your excellencies, ambassadors, dignitaries, um, and those of you, as Nicholas rightly said, are that are here from all over the world, not just the United States. And, I'll let Nicholas plug his ears for a second because, you know, quite frankly, I, I'm a vice chairman of City. I cover sovereigns all over the world, and I get asked to do business councils um, all over the world. And and quite frankly, you know, there are ones that are meaningful and and can really make a difference, and then there are ones that 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 don't. And particularly, I found that when when groups like this come together when a country is going through a difficult time, a transition, a paradigm shift, um, 
the ability of the business community to come together and have the dialogue with the public sector, as we've done now and as Nicholas and Capital Inc. have done for years, is just critical. I mean, we have all been coming together in this room and in this forum, much smaller group, I think, at first, um, but today with uh, uh, literally hundreds of, of you participating in this dialogue, both in the large forum and, and all of the bilaterals going on, this is how we've ex sustained and really built um, the partnerships that have taken Greece to, to where, it's, uh, where it is today, and, and, and we'll talk about that. Um, so I'll thank the Capital Forum on behalf of City and, and all of our partners um, for, for this event and for pulling us, for pulling us together. Um, we take pride as, as City, I think our, our 53rd year, if I'm correct, Emilios, uh, in Greece. Um, in sticking with Greece through this process just like you all have and continuing to work with our clients. And as we look at, at today and what we've heard from some of the fantastic presentations this morning, this afternoon, um, and tonight, um, we, are at a, we are at a turning point. And we talked with the minister about kind of where that was sometime uh, this summer where we could really see that shift of of momentum and the next 12 months will be critical in how this course is shaped and how we continue on uh, really a change from from an austerity agenda um, to a to a growth agenda um, we at city uh, you know have and, and I'll give you a little experiential story about our optimism and it's been in part from our transactional experience but not our transactions per se but really what they represent. I'll give you a couple examples. I think first is the privatization of the regional airports, 14 regional airports. Um, and what, what Frappaport brings is not just 4 billion euros into, of investment into the, into the local economies and into the airports, but it is a transition to the optimism that you all heard today in the session on tourism of this extraordinary potential of this space. Um, and so, yes, Frappapur will, will catalyze that. Um, they are a demonstrable uh, European player coming in and with a large vote of confidence um, in the tourist space um, and, and, and in the local uh, and regional potential of that space. But it's also a sign that that, that, that uh, upside is there for, for global investors and for the real economy. Um, second is... The, the public power corporations um, unbundling of the power transmission operator and the minority investment by the state grid of China. Um, again, very important in and of itself, but really what it represents is the breakthrough and the way to, um, uh, to the grid and to the ability to interconnect Greece to the region, Greece to Europe, um, and to have that power sector uh, interconnected um, with the world. I think that's going to be, uh, it's going to be transformational in terms of the, um, the connectivity that, that, the, that Greece will have to, to Europe going forward. Um, and third um, is, is the debt markets and, and two transactions that Citi participated in which really shine the spotlight on the return of confidence of global investors to Greece. And first was just the initial transaction in July, um, which was a turning point really of the end of the Grexit talk 
right? That just the, the end of the austerity Grexit to, to say we believe and are looking toward as institutional investors um, in, the, in the Greece prospect, in the prospect of growth um, and the prospect of normalization and Greece will not leave the European community. Um, but more importantly, I think oddly, is what just happened in November, and that is the unprecedented and innovative 26 billion, 26 billion euro liability management exercise. And that is so important, not just because of the order of magnitude of the numbers, um, but because what it said about the broad base of confidence that investors have had, um, how, they're, how they're looking across the spectrum um, at Greece. And we were just talking, our head of capital markets here with F Philip Brown, about 17,000 instructions in that transaction. Well, what does that tell you? That tells you that retail in Europe, mom and pop, the, the, the guy in the street, understood this story. They understood that Greece is not going to exit. They understood that there are prospects for growth. Um, and that's more remarkable, quite frankly, than the understanding and sophistication of the institutional investors. Um, finally, Greece is now, and the minister and I were just talking about the prospects for privatization, and he'll tell you more in his, his speech in a second. Um, but there are a number of privatizations underway. One that we're particularly excited about is Hellenicon. We've been working on Hellenicon for, for many years. It's been difficult. It is difficult, and we understand the complexities of it. But Hellenicon is unprecedented in the world in terms of the scale of a prospect of a piece of land being absolutely transformed for the people of Greece. Um, when done, this isn't about just the 10 billion euros of revenue or the 4.6 billion euros of social and fiscal benefits. This is 1% a year GDP growth for the country. This is tens of thousands of jobs when this transact, when, when Hellenicon actually gets up and running um, and, is, uh, and, and gets to its peak performance. 1% of GDP, imagine that in the scheme of what we're trying to get to now on, on, um, uh, on growth. Um, so these are good things. These are all things that have happened now in 2017 or on the cusp of happening. Um, but all of us want to hear about 2018 and really where we're going from here. And, and that's really the segue to inviting the Minister Tsakalotis to come up and, 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 and join me you know, as, as you know, um, he was the ultimate alternate minister for economic relations um, in 2015. Um, he has a long and, and successful academic career um, uh, studying at Oxford and teaching in, in the UK and in, in Greece, so he's brought that, uh, that experience. Um, he's known for, of course, amongst many other things, the, the successful completion of the third, um, of the third program. Um, the, the entirety of the prospect of what it will mean post um, an, organ, uh, uh, an announcement of a, a German government and how that will play out in, in Greeks' future with the EU, uh, very much in his hands. Um, so the economic recovery and, and certainly the, the, the confidence of all of us depend very much on, on the minister. I would say that we have one little 
maybe not so little philosophical disagreement. Um, he's a lead supporter. I'm a Chelsea supporter. I grew up Chelsea um, uh, all my life. Um, but other than that, um, it is fantastic to have you here and really appreciate you taking the time to do this, Minister. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here. I'd like to thank Capital Link and all those who work to organize this uh, event. It's important for the Greek government to get its message across and also to listen to what the business and financial community have to say. It hasn't been very easy being an economic minister of Greece for the last two and a half years. Um, if you want to know something about my first year, you may recall the film by Woody Allen, Annie Hall, where the young uh, Woody Allen lives under a roller coaster, and every five minutes a train goes past and uh, shakes the whole house. And the roller coaster was once the IMF, sometimes the IMF, sometimes the European institution, sometimes the Eurogroup. You'll also remember that um, the young Woody Allen was worried that the world would end in 60 billion years and had to go to a shrink who had to explain to him that 60 billion years is a long way away. Um, I had rather shorter term anxieties <laughs> than 60 billion, but as uh, Jay said, things are looking a bit better. I can't say that we've moved, and I want to be honest with you, from Woody Allen's Annie Hall to uh, Shawshank Redemption, where you'll remember at the end of that film, uh, Tim Robbins has already left the prison, for escaped from prison for a crime he did not commit, and he's in this lovely land with, by the sea building his uh, boat, and Morgan Freeman, it's not clear in the film, whether it's a dream or a reality, goes to visit him and the blue seas for, for a new life. We're not there yet, but uh, I have um, a strong belief that we have turned the corner. And we've turned the corner by a long process where a large number of reforms have been carried out in all sorts of areas, from dealing with Greece's tax system uh, and having an independent tax authority to having um, an independent uh, LSTAT for the data collection to financial reform, to product market reform, to professional reform. We're not particularly good in Greece, um, I'm told by the financial community in the communication sphere. Um, Jack Liu, the last time I, I met him before he, he left the government, told me about a famous other country who has done reforms, and he told me they've done half your reforms and everybody knows about it, and you've done double the reforms, and even your mother doesn't even know about them. So uh, part of the reason I'm here is to, to correct um, that, that image. So I think it was a great success that we finished the second review. Um, I genuinely feel that the delay in that process was not our fault. It had a lot to do with the differences between the Europeans and the IMF on the level of debt relief. It is very important for us that we exited the market in, in July for the first time, and then the debt liability management 
and what that signifies about people's confidence in, in Greece, having put aside, put behind them the, the whole issue of Grexit. It's very important that we've um, finished on time the third review. We have now got a political agreement on all the reforms that have to be done so that this third review finishes in the, on the 22nd of January, and then we can look forward to the year going to August when we exit the program. There's still serious work to be done and serious discussions to be had. To start with the serious discussions to be had, the f f way forward is that there is going to be a discussion on debt. You will all know that there was uh, debt relief described in the uh, June 2017 Eurogroup statement. Uh, which had various uh, ranges of debt relief from zero to 15 years um, extension of maturities. There's also this French mechanism. It's called the French mechanism. Actually, we thought it first, but we're too polite to say so, and obviously it's important that the French support us. So we call it the French mechanism, which links um, debt to, to growth. And what that suggests is that this extension from zero to 15 could go further if growth is a, a bit disappointing and doesn't need to go further if debt is, uh, if growth is um, doing rather well. So I think um, the IMF will be looking at this uh, uh, debt relief um, specification of what we've agreed, how that will uh, work out in practice. And as you know, they have their February meeting, in which will re renew the standby agreement that re they reached and, and decided in their bo board meeting in, in the July. There'll be a second discussion about the, the exit of the program, uh, where the Eurogroup statement of, July, of June 2017 said that the Eurogroup stands ready to provide funds both for uh, clearing up remaining arrears, but also bringing up, uh, uh, building up, sorry, um, buffers to be able to leave the program with some confidence. So this is, in a sense, following the Portuguese model of exiting the, the program. So that is very important. And there'll be uh, a third issue uh, about the, the nature of the exit where all partners and all parties, rather, are agreed that we do not need to have uh, uh, a precautionary credit line, but we need to discuss some details about how the exit will be going on. The important issue for us is that the political climate in Greece is changing. And it's changing because, at long last, people see that there is end at the end of the tunnel. Uh, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and that is very important to confront reform fatigue, because Greece has gone through a lot. There's been seven, eight years of recession. There's been a major uh, fall in incomes, an increase in poverty, a risk of social exclusion, and these are very important issues to be dealt with um, what, uh, in, in persevering with the reform drive. One of the things that we've done, which has been beyond our control, but we had no option, was that we've squeezed quite a lot of the middle class and small businesses. We did that because at first we had a, um, an absolute priority to deal with the humanitarian crisis, 
And secondly, um, it took us time to develop measures for tax evasion, for uh, smuggling either in tobacco and fuel, tax fraud, uh, and so on. The good news is that that is now beginning to uh, appear. If you want to know why we are always, the last two years, overperforming in our fiscal targets by very large number, um, uh, it is because in the programs with the European institutions and the IMF, what are called non-parametric methods, uh, policies do not count those targets. So if you manage to use more electronic cards for payment and that reduces VAT fraud, or if you have a voluntary uh, volunteer, uh, voluntary disclosure initiative so that people bring back money, or you have anything that does, does with corruption, tax fraud, that doesn't count. But that is, in fact, that's the bad news. The good news, looking forward, is that provides space for tax cuts in the future. And in the five-year medium-term fiscal strategy, in our, uh, we have 3.5 billion uh, amount for, for reducing taxes to be able to restructure the tax, um, uh, tax structure in a way that is helping uh, small, medium-sized enterprises and, and the middle class, which is very important uh, again. There have been a lot of reforms that need to be continued. The time span and the delivery uh, date for reforms differs from area to area. So some things are a matter of just changing laws, which is easier to do, some things are not. For instance, in public administration, it takes people time to adjust, to be able to work differently, more efficiently, uh, and more professionally. It's not something that you just pass a law. We have passed a law, and we made the public administration, uh, and are making the public administration much more independent. There's going to be more general secretaries that are appointed through an open uh, system where the minister will get a choice of three to choose that, so that, but that takes time. Also, we have a, a great determination to continue with all those reforms that continue a depoliticization of the Greek state where the bathwater of bad political interference where you, based on clientelistic politics, is, is taken to the side, but you retain good political interference in the sense of public, public policy discussions about the best way to go forward. In all these areas, and in the privatization uh, drive that Jay mentioned, there is uh, a commitment by the Greek government of what we have agreed to. And it's a commitment that we have shown throughout the last two years. Um, we have had problems and delays, but we feel that mostly that is uh, behind us. We are a government that in the future will always work for fairness. It is our view that the European Union and monetary union, if it's to stay together, is not consistent with the levels of social and regional inequalities that now in, in, exist in Europe. And it is our firm belief, and this is my belief as well, as two and a half years in the ECOFIN and the Eurogroup, that at last Europe is having very serious discussions about what that entails. I think the agenda that is brought uh, forward by Macron is a first attempt to deal with those social and regional inequalities that Europe needs. I think a move 
towards preserving some of those forms, but also at the same time being lighter on austerity and having European public goods, European investment uh, drives, having an ability, just as in the United States, Canada and Australia and other monetary unions, having some kind of stabilization mechanism. There's a discussion whether this should work through unemployment benefits or through investment. All these, are, is, all these things constitute an agenda which is all very useful to Greece and which Greece is also contributing to. So we look forward to 2018, not only for Greece exiting the program, not only for Greece continuing with the reforms it is committed to, not only for a Greece that is changing day by day in the kind of investments that we're doing, but also a Greece that contributes to a Europe that is able to understand the reasons it got into the crisis, some of it, the architectural faults of the Eurozone and the EU, to be able to look forward that the investment and the growth that is returning to all the economies in Europe is long-standing. In my view, for Greece in particular, growth is definite for the next two years. There will be growth, I can assure you, in 2018 and 2019. The big issue for me, is that growth sustainable? And I made a speech in Parliament a few months ago where I said that, and I will finish with this, that my own goal at the end of 2018 is to be the most insignificant minister in the cabinet. And that is not false modesty. It is an argument that what Greece now needs is a new agenda where we show that we can develop a model of growth that is far more sustainable than that that we, we had before entering the crisis, that we are able to address the problems of our economy and society. We're an economy that has a lot of small and medium-sized enterprises. We're shifting the tree a little bit towards investment in small and medium-sized enterprises rather than relying only on big infrastructural projects. It is how you address those issues of the economy and investment and interlinkages and uh, networks, which is the key for the, over the next five years. And all the Ministry of Finance has to do is keep the macroeconomic stability to allow the most more serious ministers to be able to do their job, whether in tourism or whether in shipping or whether in, in development in, in general. So the wish that you never see me again because I'm not important enough to be invited, I will thank you for listening to me. <laughs> The Minister will take a few questions. Again, uh, I congratulate him for being open to receiving your questions. So we're going to have two or three questions uh, addressed to him. Please, whoever is asking a question, two things to ask you. Please, we'd like a question, not a statement. Just a question, and then please tell us who you are and what company you work for. Let me start ladies first. Let me start with Virginia.
one by one or selectively? Okay, so the, 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 the way I look at capital controls is there's not going to be a state of the world A with our capital controls and suddenly there's going to be a state of the world B where there's no capital controls. Every month, um, the General Secretary of Economic Policy, who is here, Elena Papadopoulou, brings me a new ministerial decision of, of liberalizing capital controls. So this past month, for instance, we have passed uh, a new measure of liberalization where uh, you can open bank accounts much easier and also whatever inflow to that bank account happens can become an outflow, which is a major step in, in, in what we've been doing over the uh, recent years. I think though as we go into 2018, it's a very much a confidence uh, issue. Um, as you know, bank money has been returning, deposits have been returning to Greek banks. Uh, some of the things we discussed with Jay Collins are the importance of that debt liability measure, it, not just for elites and financiers, indicating that people have confidence in the Greek economy. I, I, I suspect that over the 2018, the rate of those ministerial decisions will accelerate till we get to that state of B without capital controls. Well, if it's a thought, it's not my thought, uh, and it's not a thought of the Ministry of Finance as far as I know. Um, I, there is the, I have no idea that there is that plan. I can be honest about that. Uh, I don't know which newspaper had uh, that. There is an issue about the Enfia tax, so that people who don't know it as a basic property tax, which b uh, brings in about 2.6 billion. There is an issue of discussing its structure and on what prices uh, are. Uh, it's based on whether market prices or imputed prices. That is a discussion we've had with institutions. We will continue to have with institutions, but I very much doubt that that is on the agenda in the near or distant future, as far as I can tell. Well, we, or, or the, the Elinikon, as Jay again said, is, is a really important and big project, and it, it has had uh, delays, partly because it's such a big uh, project, and partly because there has been um, 
so many archaeological issues and forestry issues uh, to deal with. I mean, the, 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 the position of the Greek government is actually very clear on this, um, and I was discussing it with, with Jay beforehand. Um, we've taken a political hit because we were originally opposed to the Elinikon. The reason we were opposed to it is, for all of you who know Athens, there's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a city full of uh, central parks and Hyde parks and, and so on. So there was an issue about green space. But it seems to us now as a government that we don't want a double whammy. We've taken the political cost of privatizing it. There's no point in not having the, the political benefit of the investment, and that's how we see it. Yes, that would be the worst of all worlds. So the, the, the government is greatly committed to this uh, investment. We're pushing it forward. There is a new coordinating committee with the investors, which works on a weekly basis to sort out problems, and not only reactively, but proactively to see forward we're going to have a, a bottleneck here. If we're not careful, we're going to slow down there. So I'm hoping that that moves uh, very quickly. Part of the Elincon needs um, to get the final deal, uh, an agreement with the casino. The, that casino bill is now for deliberation. I think it's for deliberation for 10 days, and we're halfway through that. So that will be uh, put to Parliament together with the Omni bill, which is for closing the, uh, the prior actions. Um, so that, that, that's my answer. I think that's progressing as well, but I don't know. It's a, it's a small, I mean, it's a small deal in, 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 the, big, uh, in the big picture, so I'm not, I'm not sure where that is at the moment. So maybe one more, and we can go down. We have a packed program for the afternoon. You convinced everybody so well. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I have to say it, uh, it's refreshing to, to hear someone who masters the, uh, the craft so well. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you. I'd like, to, before stepping down, to thank all the sponsors of our event. Uh, it's remarkable that the vast majority of them stay with us year after year. I mentioned about Citibank being partners with us, but really everyone who has been with us has been there for a long time. And uh, thank you. Let's go down. We have the event.